Hi guys, welcome back to our Man United podcast, Never Ignored. Um, if you if the audio doesn't sound as good today, it's because we are remote. We're away from each other. We're ensuring we stick to uh, the government guidelines. No gatherings, yeah. even if it's just two people taking this very serious. Yeah, so we're actually in different cities. We're taking it very, very seriously. And but, it's, um, it's nothing to do with our personal lives. That's just the extent <laughs> that we're going to. <laughs> just to make sure that we're safe. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess, yeah, I mean, we we usually go for a summary of what we're going to cover at the start, but there's not much to cover other than coronavirus. Um, but that's going to be our main topic for the day. Uh, we've got a little bit about Pogba. It's like we said last week, he's always in the news. Yep. Um, Sam Matic, and that's it, really. Um. I guess, yeah, what's happened since we last recorded? It feels like it's been a long time because we've only had one game. We had the LASK game, which we won 5-0, which was great. Uh, but it was a bit of a strange atmosphere, right? It was very strange because um, it kind of felt like, yeah, like all the games I've watched behind closed doors, like a training game. Yeah, yeah, it was just bizarre. Um, I wasn't really paying much attention other than the goals because, you know, without the fans there, the atmosphere is a bit... Special, special yeah. shout out to that one fan that got in. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was having a great time. And I guess it's sad for LASK because arguably it's you know their biggest game in their history, having United to come to town, and you know they had to do it behind closed doors. Yes, that's yeah. just where we are at the moment. It is. It's a, yeah. It's probably a bit of a disadvantage, you know, because obviously ability-wise they're not going to match up. So you'd hope maybe the crowd could get them going, but yeah. Yeah. But well, without that, a five a five nil is almost inevitable, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Igalo scored again. Bruno was good. I guess we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it seems like that's been the summary of all of our games so yeah moving on from that we were supposed to play Spurs on the Sunday uh, of course I think was it Friday maybe that it was announced every, every, the Premier League was at that, at that point postponed till the 3rd of April Yeah. Um, and now it's since further been postponed to the 30th of April um, so the only positive of that is that our record for earliest title win is now intact because Liverpool would have had to win before the 14th of April, I think it was, to <laughs> to say the earliest win, um, which they now can't do. Um, but yeah, this, the, the season's in a bit of a perilous state at the moment. It's, it's kind of surreal at the moment. And it's one of them where there's so much more uh, pressing issues to sort out that football is at the bottom of that list, hence why there hasn't been any significant or clear updates as to what the solution is going to be. Yeah, I mean, um, so I guess we haven't really said what, why, but I guess, yeah, if you haven't figured it out, we're talking about coronavirus. Um, we, well, we're not we're not experts on it, so we don't know too much actually about it, but, you know, there have been a lot of government guidelines being put in place. We're working from home ourselves, so I think, Aleem, you've been working since last Friday. Yes. Right? I've, not, I've not been in since last Friday either, so I've not been in all week. It's a bit strange. Um I find time go, time's going very slowly at the moment, but there's no football to look forward to, nothing like that. It is very strange. Um, yeah, I just yesterday I had to ask myself twice what day it was of the week. Yeah, that's it. I was saying to you earlier, time and uh, days, that it's just a blur at the moment. It's, like, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it doesn't look like... Well, uh, Euro 2020 has been postponed until Euro- 2021. Um, yeah, the Premier League has been postponed until the 30th of April Champions League games no idea when that's going to happen Europa League no idea um, you know there's talks of a mini tournament to settle each of those how, I don't know how they're going to get that in 
I don't. I haven't got a clue how they will schedule it, but the prospect of it sounds quite uh, exciting. It could be. Uh, I guess it follow like a similar format to the World Cup, how they run up with the quarters and semis and final, and it would. I'm assuming be over one leg, so it would just be a, a standard ninety minutes. But um, yeah, it would be surreal because again, I imagine it would be behind closed doors, uh, and I don't yep. know what kind of strain it would put on the schedule because with with leagues left to finish, I just yeah, I can't understand where all this is going to fit in. Uh, I think the Premier League came out today and said that they will accommodate for the fixtures finishing no matter what. But I don't know what that means for the start of the next season. Yeah, I mean, I think, to be honest, the, I think them releasing these kind of statements and stuff is too, just too early to to come up with a plan. Um, I know they've got to be prepared and stuff, but I think, yeah, they just got to keep it um, postponed until further notice. And then, you know, if if we get clear in a month, two months, then revisit it again then. But for now, there's no point planning, you know, we're going to start this date, we're going to start that date. <laughs> we just got to get over this first. It's not It's not going to happen, you're right, because I think uh, at this stage, they could create a whole, uh, you know, extravagant plan and by this time tomorrow... Yeah, and then we could change. find out in... We could find out... Yeah, tomorrow it might change. We could find out in two months' time it might still be going on, you know. There's, at this stage, no one knows. Um, I mean, I was reading a, I was reading a report that was suggesting that they've got to keep social distancing going for eighteen months. But wow. um, again, I'm not an expert. I don't know if that's if that's true or not. But what do you think then, in terms of what would your solution be to the Premier League conundrum? Um, so with my Man United hat on, it's cancel it. <laughs> I'll take another year of Europa League to stop Liverpool winning the title. Um, but I think the right thing to do is probably just leave it until we know more and finish this season no matter what and if something has to get cancelled cancel next season i uh, think okay so you think that eats into next season essentially to yeah because if, if you think about it the way the way things people are talking about it now i don't know maybe september we might start again so you're already way into since the next season's time it's gonna take still another two three months to finish off this season that takes you to the end of the year then I don't know, maybe have a break then, then start next. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it becomes incredibly messy. But I think Euro, Euro 2021, maybe bring that earlier. I don't know. You're it's... potentially onto something because the World Cup yeah. we know is going to be in the winter. So maybe yeah. some so kind if of. If you, have the Euro, if you have the Euros, like, I don't know, February time. Yeah. Then uh, once that's finished, you can then start the, what will it be, 2021 22 season. Yeah. Then. And then that would probably finish in time for the World Cup. That's very, um, very potentially. Yeah, but then I don't know. You got to get the calendar back to normal at some point. Um, it, it's crazy because obviously the big debate at the moment is, um, you know, void the season or continue. Um, you know, they more or less seem to be the two options. Um, uh, I was listening recently to a podcast where the guy on that was saying they are most fair. Oh, sorry, he described it the way he described it. It was the least harsh rather than the most fair the least harsh would be to start the season again when it's safe and start based on the terms of the season that we are currently through. So the teams that are currently in the Premier League would begin, continue. The teams that got promoted last season from the Championship would start again. Um, the league would essentially restart and nobody would be awarded anything. Now, this is on the basis, because I, I do think, you know, Liverpool, they probably are going to get a title and they do deserve it based on their current performance and everything they've achieved so far. Um 
So this, I'm not just saying this because I don't want to see Liverpool win the title. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to put my Roy Keane hat on. Well, they haven't won anything yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you know, <laughs> yeah. the fact of the matter is if you say, have they won the title right now? The answer is no. No. Um, no. But the, where the complications begin are if you were to take the table as it is right now and, you know, say, okay, Liverpool champions, Villa, Norwich, Echo, relegated, etc. blah, blah. Well, um, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think Liverpool's the issue at the moment. I think the issue is the Champions League qualification yeah. and the relegation, the relegation battle. Exactly and, that. So with Sheffield, they are two points behind United with a game in hand. Um, yeah. So if they were to win that game in hand, essentially they'd take fifth place. And essentially, if the Manchester if City, City band, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff continues as it is, then you know, and Sheffield finish fifth, then they get the Champions League spot. Honest. So if we were to call it as it is now, it's a bit unfair on them because it's not an even playing field yep. in terms of games played. Yep, and then I think the same thing for um, it's uh, similar thing for Villa. Villa, yeah. isn't it? They're, they're two points behind Watford. Yeah, they got a game in hand. Is it fair for them to cut to get it cut now? Yeah, because Probably right not. now they'd be relegated, but they should yep. have the chance of winning. Yep. So, or, or sorry, the chance of playing that game to make yep. it a level playing field. So, um, I don't know. But then, and then you can also argue then if fine, let Sheffield and Villa play their game, or who are, I'm assuming they might, they must be playing each other, right? But um. Or maybe not. I think maybe City. Have got I think Sheffield are playing City. For, I feel yeah. like that was the fixture that was cancelled because of the yeah. League Cup. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so we'll let them. So the argument, I guess, is let them get their games in and call it at twenty nine games. But then you could also argue United are arguably the form team in the league at the moment. Yeah. Although they wouldn't be in the position they would expect to be by the end of the season if they carried on their current form. Um, so there's all the, all sorts of things that. Um, I know Karen Brady was saying, yeah, the only thing, fair thing is to avoid it now. Um, but <laughs> Probably because Karen's got some interest in West Ham not being relegated. Not being relegated, right, yeah. Um, but and I don't know. We've got to, just got to wait and see, I guess. It's un- unprecedented. Yeah, and it's, it's unclear at the moment as to how this process is going to, you know, who whose vote counts for what, whose voice counts for what, um, how many votes yeah. mean equate to what. So it's going to be, yeah, a, a, a case of either void the season and or suspend. And I think as well, to add to the whole void, um, if they go down the void route, they should still keep, well, they still have to keep the individual records. So, for example, I don't know, uh, Mark Rashford scored X amount of goals. That kind of stuff, it would be very difficult to just take away from the face because they've still achieved yeah. that. Um, it just be, it's going to become very messy, you know, like next year or the year after yeah. when you see last five seasons, how many goals someone scored and there's always <laughs> going to be that asterisk alongside this season that, you know, yeah. this happened that season. So, I suppose the, the other thing about keeping it fair is if you do carry on the season, um, some players' contracts run out at the end of June. Um, yeah. if, if well, maybe it's even the beginning of June, not hundred percent sure. If they run out before the before it starts, play, teams could be. Oh, what do they do? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not obligated to sign another contract, right? Of course. Um, yeah. What do they do? Um, yeah. Can can you can they can they go to other teams in the uh, in the league at that point because they're free agents? Um, then you also got, for example, Chelsea have already announced that they're signing uh, Ziyech yeah. from Ajax. I'd imagine that deal officially completes pretty early in the summer. Um, is he? Is, does that make him eligible to play in the exactly that <laughs> league? Um, and the players are out of contract. For example, there's that rule that a player can't play for more than two clubs during the season. So now, does that player have to move to another club and then wait? And you know, it becomes very messy. Yep. Or are they going to bring some kind of pay as you play contract? Yeah, probably. exactly. And then even if you forget transfers and stuff, and you just look at injuries, Spurs at the moment have got um, Keen, uh, Kane and uh, Son out. They're arguably their two best players. Yep. 
you know, by the time the season resumes, they might have him back. Um, we, yeah, we could so get, they, maybe we get Rashford back. <laughs> yeah, we could get Pogba back, maybe. Um, well, Pogba looks like he was going to come back soon anyway. But um, yeah, we'd, we we could have a stronger squad. Is that fair on other teams as well? Um, and then as well, summer transfer window. When does that kick in? Um, when can they start signing players, selling players? But yeah, because I think that starts pretty soon after the season finishes, right? Yeah, it does. So, um, it does that get postponed? Like you know. From what I've been hearing, teams tend to start their transfer business around sort of you know end of February, early March time. Not that the deals will be completed, but they they get the they get the ball rolling. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, it's going to change a lot. Um, even you could like you know, there's some players that you know them. Uh, this is going to be a shame for them. Like for example, Ings is having a great season. Yes. You might have been hoping to get in the England squad with all the injuries to the strikers. Next year, Kane might be fit, Rashford might be fit, Ings might not have as much of a good season. He might have lost his chance for for the Euros, all sorts of things. Yeah. Vice versa, you've got young players who might have a better season next year. They, they've had a, they might get a boost from it. It's a shame, yeah. You're right in that. For example, with that with Danny Ings, yeah, you're right because he did have a very good shout of getting in. And then, yep. uh, I think to caveat that, maybe players like, for example, who aren't nailed on to start uh, Wambisaka because Trent is obviously favoured at the moment. Maybe he could now, over the next season, put another great shift in and then being oh, yeah. mentioned to be the number one. So it is, it is definitely going to shape the change the shape of whatever that squad was uh, going to yeah. be. Uh, yeah, most likely, you know, you'll have Kane back, um, Rashford back. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be very tricky. And by that point, maybe Henderson is, is our firm England number one rather than in contention. Dean Henderson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah it's just crazy. There's just so many... So many things to uh, get answered, and even actually, sorry, I didn't even think about this before. Um, the Olympics has got football as well, right? Yes, it I does. know that. Um, there's not as many teams play that, and it's generally, I think, over, only three of you are over the age of twenty-three. The last I remember, um, yeah, yeah, something like that. But there's still, you know, there's still some pretty high-profile players playing that sometimes. Um, I think Salah was being talked about playing for uh, Egypt. Yes. What if Egypt calls a lot for the Olympics and it's at the same time that now this season's trying to finish? <laughs> yeah, it's something um, that could very likely happen because you yeah. know, as we speak, the Olympics is still going ahead. Yeah, which I don't know how they've managed to rank rank with that. Even our um, corporate games has been postponed. <laughs> yes, exactly. That. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah. So as it stands, well, let's just sum sum that up. I guess yeah, as it stands, no English football at least till thirtieth of April, um, at the minimum. The way you know the way things are going doesn't look like even that date is going to be. Yeah, the way things are going, that sounds optimistic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we're going to keep going with the podcasts. Um, we might start to run out of contact. The thing we was the content. Sorry, the thing we kept saying to each other before was you know the content comes to us, the content comes to us. Um, but you know as the weeks go on without football, that might get less and less. Cur- yeah. Currently, some of our front runners for content is Diego Dola and Bruno Fernandez went to each other's house to play football with each other. Yep. That's Bruno Fernandez also saw him doing keepy ups with a toilet roll on uh, on um, his Instagram. Seen a lot of that recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yes, that's you know that's like quality quality football at the moment, that's right? The current state yeah. of world football. Yeah. Um but yeah I guess we've got a few other things. We so we mentioned Pogba at the start. Um latest rumours are he might sign a new deal. I feel like we've said this one before, but it seems to have cropped up again. I f- yeah, it just keeps swinging left and right at the moment. Yeah, I mean, the argument I heard is that for the kind of money United are going to want for Pogba, 
And now the foot, there's no football being played. Arguably, no one's going to want to take the risk. He needs to prove his fitness first. If he doesn't have a chance to do that, um, no one's going to pay the money. So he might sign a new deal for that. Um, other people I've heard saying, you know, Bruno's changed the atmosphere around the club. He's changed the performances on the chip and the pitch. Um, Pogba might want to be a part of that. Um, yeah, we've seen Bruno make other players look better. If he can make Pogba even look better as well, then that's a positive. Um, Do you think with this whole potential Pogba wants to move elsewhere and bearing in mind the coronavirus stuff, could there be an impact on transfer fees? Because, you know, as of current, they, they're quite extortionate. I'm not too sure. Obviously, I don't think either of us are experts on the economic state of the world, but I imagine that's, it's going to have some kind of hit because the clubs financially will suffer because there's no match day revenue. Yeah, I mean, I imagine the clubs that are going to be interested in Pogba, they would probably be fine. Yeah. Um, but certainly, yeah, further down the ladder, yeah. that's going to make a difference, right? I mean, there's going to be some clubs that are going to struggle to survive. Um, but um, it might do. I mean, if the currency, if, if I don't know, again, like I said, we're not economic experts, but if the currency has become more devalued. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And, um, you know, if, if there's a general uh, shift in the market, um, yeah. it could, yeah, they, they, that could if, be. If one country, if one country, like, I don't know, Italy's been hit pretty bad. If they, if, oh, I suppose they use the euro, right? But, um, I don't know, maybe, or maybe, let's use us as an example. If the UK gets it really bad and the pound becomes pretty worthless, then we might have to pay over the odds, right, for um, for players. Uh, yeah. You just have to wait and see, I guess. Um, so with this uh, rumoured, there's there's been fresh rumours that uh, our good friend, he, Mino Raiola, has a uh, current... Yeah, he's been quiet for a while, right? <laughs> yeah, he seemed to be quiet. I think I think he let um, coronavirus take the main stage and then he decided that that's enough of that. I need to get back in the news. Um, and he's recently mentioned that he would like to uh, take a great footballer to Real Madrid this summer. Uh, and obviously, this is probably another one of his ploys to uh, kind of fuel some kind of fire. Um, what do you think of that? Do you think this could be him trying to hint that Pogba wants to go, or his, him trying to cause some kind of further issue? I mean, you know, you know what Raiola is like. I mean, he's not one to hint, right? He's, he's more of a um, he's a bit more explicit than that usually, right? Um, so I think maybe I don't know this could be contract negotiations. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, it's hard to. Well, yeah, usually with him is he's very clear about um, what he wants. I mean, he's got other clients as well, right? You know, he's got great footballers like Lingard. Yeah, uh, he's he's he obviously referring to Jesse Lingard when he talks about. Yeah, players, <laughs> Real a great player. Um, you know, I, I've even heard rumours that Harland, Harland might be on the move again. Um, apparently, you know, he's got a release clause, and the way he's playing, eighty million, I think, is what's been talked about. The way he's playing, that's not, you know, that's pretty good value. <laughs> Yeah, completely is, yeah. Um, so if someone like Madrid come in and they say to Haaland, you know, we want you to be our main main player, it's a pretty appealing prospect, right? Um, and I think that's kind of what Dortmund must agree with these players, that you can use the club as a stepping stone. Maybe six months is a bit quick. <laughs> yeah. But um, six, yeah, Maybe yeah. at this rate, it could be about nine months, but yeah, about six months worth of football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I wouldn't read it too much into it yet. I guess um, he's probably still got a while left on his deal. I think he's got two years, right? So yeah, no, no great urgency probably at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, ha- I'd always be happy to have him back in the team. Yeah, I'm still waiting um, for the day where we get to see him line up alongside uh, Bruno. Bro- so. Brogba, right? We'll call it Bro- the Brogba. Brogba. The... <laughs> um, 
But yeah, you got you got to imagine that Bruno Pogba and one of uh, McTominay, Fred or Matic would be a pretty formidable midfield going forward. Yeah, but, definitely good, uh, very solid foundation to build on. And sure. depth, depth as well. I mean, if you add Garner into that, you've arguably got two players for each position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe you know if Bellingham joins in the in the summer, winter, whatever. <laughs> Whenever that may be. Yeah. yeah. Um, suddenly, midfield is looking like it's pretty well stocked. Sure. Speaking of that midfield, uh, recent news: Matic has signed the new contract with us, one-year extension to his current contract. Yes, yeah, so I think that was uh, they. They had a, the club had the option to trigger it, right? Yeah. I think um, so. They've done that, and apparently there's talks about extending that even further, um, which is showing this is a pretty great turnaround, right? Because at the start of the season, he well, I think you know when Oli came in, he 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 was playing well, but then he trailed off after his injury. Yep. And he started the season pretty poorly as well, but since yeah January. He's been in pretty great form. I think and he's um, he's made a massive difference to the defense. I think. I, I, yeah, at the start of the season, he was one of those players that was being talked of as someone that we should probably look to move on. Um, but yeah, now he seems like an integral part. He's his. Yeah, he's kind of like a legacy from the Mourinho. Yeah, I, I got rid of we got rid of Fellaini and uh... and and he does add that uh, balance. I think of experience as well needed in that position because uh, yeah. Tomlin is obviously very young and uh, Fred is uh, inexperienced in terms of uh, playing in the Premier League. So uh, Matic does bring that you know solid experience of playing yep. in that position season in season out. And he's he's not that old, right? He's still I think he's thirty one. Thirty one, yeah, yeah. Which you know some some central midfielders they play well into their mid thirties. Um, so yeah, providing he can stay injury, stay injury free, um, he can be. He, he seems like a good guy to have around the club because, like I said, he's experienced. Yeah. A lot of the other midfielders aren't. So, and um, um, it shows how how much we you know how much we need him in recent times. He started nine of our last ten. The yeah. only game he hasn't started was the one, one he was suspended for. So he is, I think, so yeah. that red card was harsh. As well. Yeah, very harsh. <laughs> But um, I think he's a he's a he's quite a strong strong anchor in that midfield and someone that we do need going forward. Yeah, and I think something like fourteen out of the twenty clean sheets we've had this season have been with him starting. So yeah, it definitely adds a bit yeah. of structure to that midfield for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, I guess we've come to the end of all of our topics, which is you know this is a pretty short one for us. Um, usually we would we would uh, go over now what what we have to look forward to. You know, it's a Thursday we're recording this on, so it's one day late. So usually we'd have our Europa League game tonight. Um, and then we'd probably have a Premier League game at the weekend. But, you know, as we discussed, we've got nothing. <laughs> we, we could we could put predictions on how many uh, keep your toilet roll, uh, keep your sweet thing Jesse Lingard will do on the weekend. Uh, so Lingard, I've unfollowed him. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so I'm not aware of uh, what, what his toilet roll exploits are. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. That's all we've got is uh, Instagram posts from like Bruno's pretty active on, on social media. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen actually. I don't know if you noticed. Um, some of the clubs have been playing Connect Four against each other on Twitter. And, uh, yes, I've, I've seen them do. Noughts and noughts and crosses. Well, that was quite good. Um, there's also there's quite a bit, quite a few FIFA tournaments going around at the moment as well between. Yeah, clubs. it seems like it. Um, but yeah, I think that's the pretty well. Obviously, there's a lot worse things going on, but one of the worst things at the moment is just there's just nothing to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, we are we are in a bit of a bleak state in terms of the footballing world. As in, yeah. there's just at least usually when we have these breaks, there's some there's some international football that we can yeah. reflect and on. It's, it's not even just football. There's no, I mean, not everyone cares, but there's no cricket. There's no Formula One. There's literally nothing. There's nothing. So we're just stuck watching 
I think Sky needs to change one of their channels to uh, Premier League years 24-7. I think Sky has done that at this rate. Every time I take a look, it's just Premier League years or the greatest goals of uh, any of whatever club that they can put a montage yeah. together for. But yeah, um, I did actually hear that they're going to pause um, pause this. You can pause your Sky subscription, um, which is nice. Yeah, there there has been some good stories coming out from these organisations in at this time. So, and so uh, I'll speak more specifically about the football Manchester United ones. Yes, yeah, Sky Sports have said that they can pause uh, subscriptions, and then also Gary Neville's offered um, his uh, hotel, and he's offered to make sure his staff are still paid and all that kind of stuff. So it's just a, it's a nice touch to to make sure consumers and you know just regular yeah. people. Yeah, um, hopefully on. B hopefully BT follow because again you know these are expensive subscriptions and people buy them for the live sport nothing else so um be nice to have a break on those yeah would make sense i guess um, it's just a, a time a general time uh, in the world where we can kind of it's almost as if we've taken about 20 years back into the past into yeah. the back you know how we're living uh, with the entertainment and accessibility but we can't complain too much yeah um i guess we'll yeah i guess we'll call it a day there um if you guys have got any ideas on how to keep entertained uh, during this uh not quite locked down yet, but during this period, let us know. Um, we'll let you know if we come up with any ideas as well. Um, but yeah, stay safe. Stay safe, yes, for sure.